The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Corrine, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a Father Punk episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 705, and I'm Snowy White. And I'm Aaron, and dear listeners, this episode is brought to you by the fine folks at True Cult Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. Go out there, subscribe, get on the mailing list. Do whatever. Get yourself some coffee. If you don't get coffee, at the very least, get on the mailing list. They just released a cool new mug. I can't remember what it is because I have the memory of a goldfish. Um, <laughs> but there's always something fun and new coming out. And if you're on the email list, you're going to know before other people. You really will. Because there are times, you know, if you're thinking, well, I'm on social media. I know everything. No, you don't. Because... There are times where it's like, you know what? We're sending this out to the email list first before social media. You know why? Because social media is everybody. Social media is a public access channel. Anybody can see it. Anybody can ignore it. Anybody can do whatever. But if you're on the email list, you're special. You're in the know. You're an insider. And be an insider for True Call Coffee because this coffee is made by metalheads for metalheads. And trust me, it is good stuff, and I don't even like coffee. But I drank mm-hmm. it because I had to put my money where my mouth is talking about it every week. I'm like, oh, I actually can drink this. Like, this is good stuff. So, mm-hmm. that's that. What's going on with you there, Snowman? Uh, myself, once again, um, the weekend is kind of off and running here. Like, we're starting this. Our, our, our recording schedule is a little off, and because of that, I'm going to have one hell of a metal fix here just from uh, a couple concerts and i've gone to the record shops a couple times and uh, it's just uh, it's pretty overwhelming but we'll uh, definitely get to that before though okay before we jump into all of this metal goodness i do want to say hello horns up and congratulations to my good buddy matt perlman here in the Winnipeg area. Matt Perlman, he is a dude, big, big professional wrestling fan. Okay. And he works at 
the Park Theater. Now, that's the same Park Theater our regular listeners will know. Remember me talking on and on about all the great shows. I'm going to be talking about one of them in my Metal Fix here right away. Well, I always see Matt there and I always like hanging out with him. He's a really cool guy. And uh, today is the opening of his new collectibles shop. Yeah, yeah. First row collectibles opened up and like every saturday i hit i hit the comic book shop i hit the record shop you know with with mrs snowy and little snowy and all that and i I said to the ladies hey you know what matt from the park has opened up his new shop it's just down the road from our regular comic shop i want to go in and so we did it was really cool to see matt his partner you know was there because it was there's their opening two really cool guys and I didn't know exactly what I would be picking up from there, you know, because, yeah, I dig these collectible shops, but I'm, what I'm interested in, I don't know. I wasn't 100% how much of that he was going to have. Yeah. Well, I got to say, I went through his um, old school wrestling pictures that the wrestlers back in the 70s and 80s would sign and sell at the merch booth at, oh, at, awesome. at the or what we called in the wrestling world back then the the gimmicks table <laughs> okay well i found one of the old nwa wrestler tully blanchard signed <gasps> oh my god sold I want this one. That's <laughs> I awesome. I want this one. He had a whole bunch of others as well that I'm eventually going to go through. Um, my daughter grabbed a mitt full of Pokemon cards, and Mrs. Snowy grabbed some baseball cards. Rock on. Do yeah, they have Magic yeah. the Gathering by any chance? I did not see. I did not see. But I would imagine, because I, I didn't go through all the cards, just went through some of the baseball cards with with my wife but that's interesting to uh to check out next time well you should definitely check for those and see if he has the godzilla ones oh okay because that'd be something you would appreciate you'd appreciate the art you know even if you don't don't play the game you will certainly dig the art on those because they're fantastic Mm -hmm. definitely definitely so once again congratulations matt that's fantastic and Get ready to see us every Let's week. Let's get yeah. ready to rumble. <laughs> yes. Very appropriate. Very appropriate. Um, so like I said, there's whew, there's a whole heck of a lot to talk about this week. And really cool interview. Our good buddy and friend of the show, Mr. Murray the Cretan. From the legendary Daigle Abortions came through town. And so, of course, I had to sit down every time Murray comes through town. Not only is it an event for the punk scene here in here, here in Winnipeg, but it's an event for radioactive metal as well. So can't wait to get into all of that to get us there. Courtesy of True Cavalt coffee i want to drop a track in our mandatory metal section and to kind of set this up i wanted i want to announce that if you're going to be in the montreal festival november 24th to the 26th your cool uncle snowy our our good buddy ducky 
and KK from the band Shit Happens, all really good friends of mine. We will be in Montreal on those dates for the Messe de Mortes Black Metal Festival. This festival was announced. I was kind of on the, the fence about it. I was like, dude, I don't know if I want to fly to Montreal. Because I love black metal, of course. But I don't know if I want a weekend of it. <laughs> you know, and I, yeah. and I don't know if I want to travel to it. But then KK said, you know what, guys, I want to come. And it's like, are you sure? Like, you know, like, you're a punk chick. Does this black metal mean anything to you? Well, I want to go with you guys and have a good time. Okay, I'm set then. If you're going, I'm going. Turns out this festival is going, this black metal festival, okay? It's going to be in a big church in Montreal. That's oh, so amazing that, how they pull that, that off. Is off the, I have no idea, but I definitely, while we're in Montreal, I should probably try to find a promoter and talk about it. Or maybe talk about, talk Absolutely. to, like, the... Okay, because I've gone to shows in churches before. Uh, uh, okay, and those were called sacrifices. Snowy, totally different. And I, <laughs> no, no, no <clears throat> I've, I've I've gone to shows in churches before, and there was there was there would always be a representative from the church, you know, a member of their council or whatever, just to hang out, just to make sure the place wasn't getting trashed and all that or burned down. Or burnt down <laughs> or something. And I always, I, I hung out with that guy because I, all of, you know, growing up and all that, I got dragged kicking and screaming to church every, every, every Sunday. So, like, I couldn't hang out with these people. So, more often than not, in between bands, I would go and I would talk to the representative of this church and all that because he's a nice guy, you know, and all that. Well, I definitely, for a show like this, I would definitely like to talk to someone from their board of director. Yeah. So <laughs> this is an active church? Like, it's not even yeah, a defunct church. I, this is an active church? I honestly don't know. <clears throat> I honestly don't know yet. So maybe, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe we're jumping the gun here or anything. But it would definitely be an interesting conversation to ask someone from the church, like, do you understand what you're putting on? Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's one of these progressive churches that, you know, like the ministers that I've had growing up, you know, that have said, oh, you know what, all that headbanging stuff that Snowy listens to. Don't worry about it. It's just typical garbage, you know, and you you are you are a Christian man, but you're very progressive. We've never had to worry about any backlash from you about anything because you're cool and all that. So maybe it's the same idea with this church. They're just cool people. And I don't care what your faith, religion, color, creed, whatever it is, you're a cool person. I want to hang with you. Yeah, I got nothing. With I'm like, that, that was well on. said. I'm like, yeah, that's here, here. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So, with that in mind for tonight's True Cobalt coffee mandatory metal segment i want to drop a track through this band has to be headlining because honestly it's of the five bands announced this is the only band i've even heard of so far sacramentum from the let's go with the title track from the far away from the sun record
we've been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix. Okay, hey, dude. Well, I, since it is Saturday night, and Saturday night's all right for talking, I'm going to pour another uh, Lemmy here in my Motorhead mug while you wow and astonish everyone with your metal fix. Well, this is going to be a short one. <clears throat> Um, I, oh, dude, not I much... set you up in everything. I know, I know. I'm sorry, dude. I mean, I I do have a handful of things to talk about, but it, it's okay. Good. You know, like it's it's it's. There's more news items, I think, or more just like revelations I've had this week. But oh, um, right. the, the here's the story that warmed my heart. Right, so Motley Crue's on tour. They're doing the stadium tour. It's going off. Everybody seems to be doing well. You know, I haven't heard anything bad about it yet. And if anybody has anything bad to say, I don't want to hear it. Because, you know, mm. like, I'm excited that they're touring. I think it's great. But um, <clears throat> Nikki Six posted a picture of himself in a store that sells all upright bases, right? So here he is surrounded by all these upright bases. And he's oh. like... Yeah, and I happened to come back to my dressing room, and um, Vince Neil bought me a bass, and it was sitting here. Oh. And I'm like, man, like, how cool is that, that these guys that have been in this band for, what, 40 years at this point? And have um, hated each other so much at times. Yeah, well, that's what, there's the thing, is like, there have been times in their lives where they were not speaking at all, and here they are in their 60s, still able to do it, still out there performing the songs that, you know, have rocked the world. And Vince is like, you know what? I'm going to pick this up for him. And that's just mm-hmm. nice because, <clears throat> you, you know, they're all quite capable of <laughs> buying any of this stuff for themselves at this point in their careers. Right. And it was just, just I'm like, man, that really warms my heart. <clears throat> so I wanted to share Definitely. that. Definitely. Yeah. Well, right on. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, and and it kind of bounces out this next story where I realize what a colossal jerk Ingvay Malmsteen is. <laughs> well, there's a revelation. <laughs> well, I kind of knew it, right? Like we all kind of knew it because you know there's the story on the airplane. You've unleashed the fury and blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. Multiple stories of the ego and all that. Yeah, it's... yeah. But I didn't it... realize how bad it was until I started collecting guitar magazines before i started subscribing so i started playing guitar somewhere between like 84 yeah i guess probably like 83 84 right and i got my first electric bass in 85 and i think by 86 i was a subscriber of guitar for the practicing musician somewhere in there um like literally i'd ask for that as like a christmas gift because i love the magazine so much and so i started going back collecting the issues i know i don't have and i happened to pick one up with Ingve on the cover and I'm reading the article and I'm going to paraphrase, but essentially he said like, cause he was in Steeler, he was in Alcatraz. And I recently heard a story from the singer of Alcatraz about why Ingve was fired. It was pretty, it was pretty bad. Like it was rough, you know? Okay. And, um, like, like it was physical altercation, all that sort of stuff. It was like dark. Right. I'm like, wow, what a jerk. And, in the article, because they're like, well, you know, you came over, you played in this band, this band. It's like, oh yeah. He's like, he's like, that was, um, that that was all planned. Uh, my whole goal was to bring my band from Sweden over. You know, he's like, he's like that. That's been, you know, I came to America first. I was going to establish myself and then bring them over. He's like, that's been my goal for, for whatever. Because, and I didn't realize at the time in the '80s that really we were watching the birth of Ingve. Like, 
He came over, mm-hmm. he hit, he was in Steeler and Alcatraz, and then by the time he hit Solo, he, he was, he's been on, you know, multiple covers since and all this sort of stuff and just keeps building himself up bigger and bigger. And when you read that, I'm like, wow, what a calculated jerk. He, he really did not give a shit about any of those other guys he was playing with. And he kind of, you know, nonchalantly says that in there. I'm like, wow, he's a colossal jerk. Wow. So, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the signs were there. We just chose to ignore it. You know, what can, what can you say? Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. But to be fair, we were teenagers when we first heard of Malmsteen and Rising Force and like, and we were just blown away by what an amazing guitarist this guy was. But then as you mature and you start to hear more things and all that, and you're just kind of like, uh, okay, great guitarist, but okay yeah yeah and he's getting to the age where i'd hope he would mellow you know because yeah. i mean hey. no, no go ahead you have the old man yelling at the cloud thing so maybe he just might get worse with age who knows i think he is because like you figure like motley crew you know those guys are literally the stereotype archetype blueprint for wild rock stars in the 80s Right. Like, uh-huh. like they, they did it all. They saw it all. If you can name any cliche thing you've heard a rock star do, they did it. Oh, and yeah. you know what they are today? I wouldn't say humble, but I would say appreciative. Like, yeah, like, that they're all still alive. Yeah. Like, like they're all, they're all For very starters, thankful. Yeah. Like, wow, here we are. Somehow we made it. We've still got this. We can still play. Fans still want to hear us. Like, man, this is great. You know, and that's not Ingve. Ingve's just a colossal jerk. But anyway, enough of Ingve. Um, but that does bring me up to the fact that I'm collecting guitar magazines like crazy and realizing that it was a different level of writing back then. No doubt. No doubt. No, yeah. You know, and I and I miss that. I miss that style of journalism. I miss the fact that you kind of had to know something to understand it and you had to figure it out or learn it. But, um, so yeah, so that's been going on. And then last weekend I did happen to make it to the record store for record store day. Oh, yes. Um, and not through lack of trying, they were pretty much sold out of stuff I was looking for, but we walked in and my daughter actually found this for me. Um, they had, they had quarter CDs and she found this Halloween CD it's oh. called Monsters, Ghouls, Goblins, and Demons, The Essential Halloween Party oh. Collection. Oh, I want. I want. Oh, you definitely nice. do. First track, Alice Cooper, Welcome to My Nightmare. Of course. I, I Like right there, I'm like, oh, I'm getting this. And then it goes on <laughs> and it's like fun Halloween party songs. So In Excess, Devil Inside, Oingo Boingo, Dead Man's Party, oh, Ray Parker Jr. Oh, yeah. Um, the original Boris. Ghostbusters theme, Boris Pickett doing the Monster Mash, the original Adams Family theme. Um, let's see here. What's that? Oingo Boingo's Weird Science, uh, Rockwell doing Science oh, nice. Watching Me, um, is it Heretics doing Season of the Witch, and then Golden Earring doing Twilight Zone. Nice. So yeah, all, all great songs. Oh yeah, all great songs. Yeah, and I looked at this. I'm like, oh yeah, I have to get this. So it was the only thing I bought that day. I paid like 27 cents total of tax, but you know, <laughs> that's criminal. It really Holy is. Geez. 
like I felt like I felt like they lost even more money because they had to pay somebody's you know labor to ring me up. You know, it would, yeah, it might have been cheaper to let me take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's actually one of those um, examples of one man's di- dog shit is another man's diamond. Yes, you know, like like some some people might go, well, I could just go on the internet and grab every one of those songs. Yeah, but it's a collection. Yeah. You know, and it's an I they someone had an idea and put this collection together, and they're all they're all great songs, and like any physical copy is better than any download. Yeah, and it comes with art, and I like. Oh art. yeah, I mean, it's just you know. Yeah, oh, and, we're basically preaching to the converted. Yeah, yeah, and 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 like my my last thing is I'm proud of myself for remembering to post my uh, pictures for my metal fix for last week. Oh, yes. I was pretty thrilled because I actually put those up on the Radioactive Metal so you can see the hat I was talking about. Um, And, dude, like, I've literally been wearing this hat just on and off all week. Uh, When I come with a practice guitar, I'll put it on and play it just to play guitar. I love this hat so much. Like, I'm I'm still just all about this hat. But, yeah, I actually posted those, posted all my uh, Metallica artwork. And so, yeah, yeah, that's it, man. So what's going on with you? Well, maybe we should start you know, posting some more of our pretty mugs and all that, because some, sometimes I, I feel that, uh, uh, okay. Like before, like I, bef- I was listening to podcasts, you know, long before I actually got a Facebook page and started doing all the interwebbing and all that. So there was a number of people that I heard the voice to all the time, but never saw their face. Actually, you're one of those guys. I you don't look be, like yeah. anything. You don't look anything like your voice. Thank goodness. Uh, <laughs> okay, no, you're a handsome guy. You just don't look like your voice. Yeah, sounds. I'm not a fan of my voice. So that, that's that's <laughs> well, that's a compliment, well, believe me. No, no, you got lots of fans all over the world, but. But you know, my point is, remember those old days of the radio and all that where you would listen to your local DJs and you had no idea what these people actually looked like until like maybe you saw an ad that um, the radio station was was airing and it was also in the newspaper so in conjunction you know Guy Rocker from WXYZ enjoys this product and all that that's the only time you ever saw you know the DJs back then and then you go oh that's what he looks like yeah and it kills the mystique a little bit. it does kill the mystique a little bit yeah but it was always super cool to uh to to see that so sometimes i think there's people out there listening to radioactive metal that like have might have no idea what we look like and all that and you know, like I said, there's a thing for the mystique but maybe we should get our mugs out there more often what do you think I don't know. Yeah, but then again, you do that before you know. We got all these modeling agencies calling us, <laughs> and you know, we just <laughs> we're just I, we're busy. We don't have yeah. time for that shit, you know. <laughs> so so maybe not, maybe not. For my mental fix, holy shit. Okay, um, a couple trips to the record shops. A couple trips to the comic shops, a couple concerts and all that. So I'll try to get through as much of this as possible 
you know, before we take up too much time, let's get to some more tunage here. But first of all, dude, have you heard the new Megadeth song yet? I have not. And there's also a new Ozzy I haven't heard yet either. Okay, that's another one. I haven't heard that yet. Okay, I'm glad you mentioned that. I definitely have to listen to that. But the new Megadeth song, We'll Be Back. Oh, my God. This, oh, this, okay, this new record, The Sick, The Dying, dot, 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 and The Dead, okay, if this song is any indication what this record is going to be like, we are definitely in for a barn burner of a record. The riffs, the song structure, like even Dave's voice, it harkens us back to pre-Rust in Peace Megadeth. Okay, even the song, even the the album title, The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead, that, like, that fall, that fall, like, that, that could be the fourth album instead of Rust in Peace. Like, that yeah. song title. Like, ah. now some people might say, ah, yeah, because everyone's tired of their new sound and all that, so they're going back to how they sounded back then and all that. Okay, then that's fine. I'm okay because this is starting to sound like the Megadeth. Like when I was the bad English here, but I was, well, I like bad English too, but <laughs> this is, I was the hugest Megadeth fan, those first three records and the fourth one as well. So if you're going back to that, I'm in. I'm wow. all in. This This song was fantastic. You should give it a listen just as soon as you're done. Okay, here, let's let us let us make a deal. As soon as we're done, yeah, you go give the Megadeth song a listen to. I'll go listen to the new Ozzy record. Uh, so like fun. I need to listen to the new Ozzy record. Or the too. new Ozzy track. But um, am I the right only on. one that doesn't think Megadeth has changed their sound? <laughs> like, I, uh, I mean, yeah. like, it's changed <laughs> up a little bit, but I feel like they are pretty darn consistent. Uh they're they're they make consistent good music okay but you know uh, for me personally like yeah no it's it's like once you hit rust in peace yeah like a spell oh, just after after rust when the with um you with Symphony, youth, euthanasia. Uh, well, yeah. So that sound, I guess, was different. Okay. Yeah, and then you start getting into um, stuff from Risk. You know, like it, it, it became definitely came a different band. Now records like this, like Dystopia, and you know, like that they those were all brilliant records. But this, from what I've heard so far. And I hope I'm not disappointed, you know, that this being the only track. I, I'm excited for Megadeth again. Like, even more so. September 2nd, the new record drops, okay? I might have, like, I'll shell out for the CD just to have it. But I'm really looking forward to when the, uh, when the, when the vinyl comes out. Because it's going to be a double vinyl album. Wow. Okay. With, a, with, with a We'll Be Back 7-inch single. And the B side to that will be a live version of The Conjuring. Wow. Okay. So, oh, yeah, really, really looking forward to that. Um, I heard a really cool new band this week as well. I have some of the guys from The Accused and Deceased. Blaine Cook from The Accused and Deceased. 
King King Fowley, who we've had on the show before, and we'll definitely have him on again. This though those two bands they're on tour right now, so obviously there's a lot of Facebook posts, you know, postings of, uh, about the tour and all that. The thing that really caught my attention is the support act, the New York metal band Overdose. Okay. And this band is total motorhead worship. Okay. And like, there's a lot of bands, you know, that really wear their motorhead influence on their sleeve. And I can get behind that. Okay. I, I heard this band really, really digging it. I can't wait to get some sort of physical, you know, quote unquote product, hate that word from them. And I definitely want to see them live. What got me thinking, though, okay, is this whole, there's a, there's a whole, like, Discharge, okay, the hardcore band D- Discharge has influenced, is, was so influential, they had, they have an entire subgenre, D-beat, you know, dedicated to them from bands that are heavily influenced by them. It's time for a new sub-subgenre. Okay. Okay, and I'm thinking... With bands like Overdose and all that, I'm thinking like D-Beat, except for it's called, you know, except it's Motorhead, we need an official subgenre of motor metal. Okay, these these bands that are super, super heavily influenced by the mighty by the mighty Motorhead, I think that should be a thing. Maybe we'll get our own petition. We sign petitions on the <laughs> on the show the here, maybe, I, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll start my own to start motor metal. Because if stuff like overdose is uh, going to be a part of that, it's definitely something we should get into. I'm gonna drop a track from them, definitely. A couple of really cool shows came through town this week. First of all. Okay, the Mighty Daglo Abortions came through town on Father's Day, okay, which is really cool. Like, you know, last time Murray, Murray, you know, as I mentioned at the top of the hop, you know, the main dude behind the Daglos, last time he was in town, he was for uh, his birthday. And this time round, yeah, and this time round, he's in town for Father's Day. Okay, of course they're on tour and all that. Uh, just it just happened to work out w- with that way. And of course Murray's a dad himself and all that. And it was such a such a uh, such an amazing show. You know, is even though it was a it was a Sunday, there was a lot of people there. Considering man, just how sweltering it was. Like I don't know for some reason like that Father's Day this past Sunday. It was up to like 40 degrees Celsius up here. Okay, now while that might be just business as usual for you in the Carolinas, I don't know what the conversion is with your goofy system and all that. But oh, dude, it's hot 40 as hell de- down here. <laughs> okay, well, 40 degrees is hot as hell up here too. But a lot of people still came out, saw, saw Murray put on a fantastic show. Um, one of the highlights definitely from the show, apart from talking to him, we'll get to the interview soon enough. Um, it introduced me to the band Citizen Rage, which I love, love that name. 
They were the touring support act, really cool hardcore band out of Calgary. That was absolutely fantastic. I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't get a chance to have a sit down with them either. And of course, our longtime listeners will know that um, just on the local front, the bands Solanum, the crossover hardcore band Solanum, and the punk band Your Mum, who we've played on the show, you know how much they're one of my favorite bands, local or, or otherwise. So it was a pretty solid bill. Absolutely fantastic. The problem, though, with that is since it was Father's Day, I didn't expect Little Snowy to sit through a night of brutal hardcore, okay? But, but, I, it's Father's Day. <laughs> Sorry to Mrs. Snowy, but this is something that she's going to have to put up with, right? Because this is what I want to do for Father's Day. She's asthmatic, okay? I'm the weather was use so an example hot. for next year because my kids um, were complaining about the restaurant I picked, um, and we're not a hundred percent on board with making cookies. <laughs> like I thought it was pretty tame. <laughs> I'm really like, all right. Yeah. Here's what you could have done. You could have been doing this. Yeah, that's right. That's I'm totally right. doing. Oh, it was so hot, so humid that I just I said to Mrs. Snowy, "Look, you know what." You're not going to have a good time. You're going to be struggling all night. Why don't you just, you know, why why, why don't you pass on tonight and all that? So she did. A couple of days later, the uh, Doom, Doom Death Band, Primitive Man, came through town as well at the Park Theater. Now, we've had, we've had Ethan from Primitive Man on the show before and all that we've seen this band we've played them they're fantastic this show totally crept up on me and i didn't know exactly if i was going to make it to the show after all despite a pretty stacked bill of primitive man mortiferum who we played on the show jarhead fertilizer body void and elizabeth color wheel Five bands, you know, of the brutal death doom variety and all that. So that's definitely going to make for a hell of a night. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. I got I got interviewers regret though. And I've talked about this on the show before because um I in hindsight, like I said, the show kind of crept up on me, but I really wish I would have sat down with Mortiferum. Okay, their their latest record, Preserved in Torment. We've played that. This is this is an absolutely amazing death metal band from Profound Lore Records. Their set was killer, and it was the show of the night. Definitely, definitely. I was also really impressed with Jarhead Fertilizer. I never even heard of this band. I just love that name. Uh, until the- I, it's very, it's I'm trying fantastic. to process that and every time you yeah, say it, I'm like, yeah. Jarhead Fertilizer, is this, are we basically saying that Marines are pooping? Like, What's going like, on here? Yeah. Like, what in the world is <laughs> yeah. happening here? Like, yes, I love this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, to give you kind of an idea, uh, it's mortician mixed with a, a heavy dose of grindcore is kind of what Jarhead Fertilizer would sound like. And they were the third band on, and they were the first pit of the night. As a matter of fact, I think 
Mortiferum had another one, and probably by then everyone was tired because I don't think Primitive Man had had any um, had any pits going on. So I was really impressed by them. One of these times, I definitely have to have um, fertilizer on, and we definitely the next time Mortiferum comes through town, we definitely have to have them on. Grabbed a couple vinyls from the show including the the aforementioned um preserved in torment absolutely fantastic stuff grab that and the new primitive man as well really super sweet vinyl here let me let, let me open her up here okay the vinyl is uh really nice white marble oh nice design dude. Yeah, yeah, like, well, by the time I got home, like, Mrs. Snowy was was already crashed, but when we got up this morning, I'm like, love, love, check this out, you're going to be blown away by this this new record, and she was the Mortiferum record for the liner notes, okay, it was this, it's in this super sweet old school zine type layout, like its own little magazine and all that. It's like, oh, oh. So you, you don't get that with a download. <laughs> that's that's for damn sure. Uh, Record Store Day, as you mentioned, was last week. And while I was out and about, I hit up as many record shops as I could. I couldn't find any much in the way of the the record store day drops i'm particularly looking for the um the first kitty record was re-released on vinyl and oh, nice. all that so I was, I was i was looking for that that was supposed to be a record store day drop couldn't find it anyway the first day part two last weekend i couldn't find it any anywhere but my first stop was the planet of sound record shop who i've talked about on this show a lot great great shop even better people that run it always a good time okay <laughs> i couldn't believe this when i saw it on the shelves it wasn't a record store day drop but it was a vinyl that i definitely had to have you are familiar with trauma when i say what trauma is yes. you know what trauma is yes okay the, the toxic, the toxic Avenger. Avengers. All those, yeah, the same that that same film company. Back in 1986, okay, Troma made a goofy movie called "Surf Nazis Must Die." Okay, if you haven't seen it, if you were in the video store at least, you've seen the box. Okay? Yes. You've <laughs> okay and i saw this movie as a teenager back then i only saw it then don't really have much recollection of it well damn it if i didn't see the soundtrack the vinyl soundtrack to surf nazis must die i'm like oh, okay i've got to have that that's awesome dude <laughs> okay and it's like i don't even remember the music <laughs> okay like i just it's just something to have. I'm like, okay, it costs a pretty penny. Fine. If it sucks, I don't care, but it's just something. It's just something to have in the collection. Fortunately, the music is like really cool. 80s instrumentals at some parts, almost industrial. 
courtesy of uh, John McCallum. Really, really great stuff. I was playing it with Mrs. Snowy, and she's like, you know what? Sometimes you buy some goofy music, but this is this is actually really cool because she remembers the 80s, obviously, and all that. So I really lucked out with that. What I did manage to find for a record store day drop, and they dropped it the first day, but I grabbed a copy of Udo Dirk Schneider's My Way compilation album. Double compilation album, I should say. Now, basically, what My Way is... Like if you if you haven't heard of this yet, you definitely should have, and you should have heard the first single, his version of Queen's "We Will Rock You." Okay, what this is is a double disc album, all cover songs. Okay, and there's some classics in here. He's, he does his spin on uh, Motorhead's "No Class." Zeppelin's Rock and Roll, Billy Squire's The Stroke. Wow, this is fantastic. The Stones Painted Black, TN, uh, ACDC's TNT, Hellbent for Leather, Frank and Frank Sinatra's My Way. Okay, now there's also some other songs that I never even, I haven't even heard of before, but it's like, okay, this is all still really cool. Fantastic record. The best way that this album, as I'm as just as I was finishing it up the first time, it's like the best way that this record is going to be served is when you have a bunch of friends over and you're having a couple bevies and all that, you're celebrating whatever. This is a wicked party album, okay? Because it's by a, it's a it's by a legendary rocker, but the music is diverse enough. And there's enough songs and music that everyone will be familiar with that it's just perfect. It's just perfect. So that was definitely worth <laughs> the Stip Record Store Day price for it. And finally, let's get on with some tunes here. Earlier today, I just got back just before we sat down and press record. So I really don't have much of a grip on this stuff, but I grabbed a new record once again from Planet of Sound and we hit the comic book shop. Okay. Rock on. The kind of, the kind of the related comics that I bought. I didn't even, I wasn't even expecting this to be coming in or it to be a thing, but um, I don't, know if this is going to be a regular series or anything i'm flipping through it now it doesn't really ring a bell so it just might it might be just in name only but i grabbed the first issue of bill and ted roll the dice no way oh no no it was bill and ted face the music oh okay the last yeah yeah okay so this is something totally different no wonder how such a goof yeah, so anyways, yes, brand new Bill and Ted <laughs> Roll the Dice comic book. I'm going to be grabbing that every month from now on. And of course, Elvira. Okay, what metalhead doesn't love Elvira? She's got a new a new miniseries called Elvira in Horrorland. Rock on. Where, where she's, um, every, every issue... 
through a magical remote control, she's, she's being sent into the universe of a different movie. Now, they changed just enough of the names to avoid a lawsuit and all that. Well, the first, the first issue, Elvira found herself at the Bates Motel, called something else. Rock on. Okay. okay. This, is, this issue, she's in the world of The Shining. Oh, nice. Okay. As, as, <laughs> as, uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun. If you love Elvira, which I'm sure all of our listeners do, or if you just love horror movies and you kind of want a goofy take on all your favorite films... Check out the uh, miniseries Elvira in Horrorville. While I was there at the comic shop, just down the street, once again, ran into Planet of Sound. You will recall, geez, it was a couple episodes back, I bought a vinyl copy of the 2018 Halloween reboot. The new one with uh, John Carpenter is back. Okay, with his son, with his son Cody and Daniel Davies. How going? Who, um, yeah, Daniel Davies is the son of Ray Davies. Oh yeah, and, from the Kinks. Yeah, yeah, from, from from the Kinks. Yeah, and the nephew of Dave Davies, as well. Well, these three musical geniuses contributed once again to the soundtrack to. The sequel, Halloween Kills, which I already bought a cassette version of that record. But when I saw, okay, they have this wicked um, vinyl version with the gatefold sleeve. And no, unfortunately, it's just, just, just black vinyl. But really, really sweet stuff. So I can't wait for that to hit my turntable just as soon as I can, and just a couple days ago, while I was watching a different uh, YouTube video about this movie, I found out that um, that Daniel Davies, yeah, okay, is John Carpenter's godson. No way! I, I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, like That's I had crazy. no idea. Me neither. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, that the the Carpenters and the Davies families were that close you know we're that close and all that it's like okay that's that's absolutely fantastic that's your heartwarming story there exactly i like to hear that kind of stuff yeah yeah and finally i was going through their second hand seven inches and there was a canadian hard rock band in the 80s called kick axe oh i remember so yeah yeah and we've we've played some of their stuff we've had We've had them on the show. Hopefully one day we will again. But, oh, geez, way back, 1985, with, I believe that was their, um, the Welcome to the Club, their second album. The first single off of that was a cover of uh, With a Little Help from My Friends. Nice. Uh, and participating on the song is people like Zappa Costa, Lee Aaron, John Albini, Cindy Valentine, Rick Emmett, and Andy Curran, who are the friends on this. So when I saw that, it's like, I have to grab that. Looking forward to that. So, yeah, that's kind of my metal fix. I can't wait to uh, jump into all of this really cool stuff. Um, 
But let's get into some music here. Like I said, really, really cool stuff. And they stole the show Mortiferum from their aforementioned Preserved in Torment. This is Exhumed from Mortal Spheres.
That was the aforementioned New York motor metal band Overdose. That is, well, their self-titled song, Overdose, from their Two Wheels and Gone record. Fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. I can't wait to hear more from this great band. Check it out. Well, dude, as I said at the top of the hop, it was Father's Day last week. It was sweltering hot up here, but... That didn't stop the legendary Dayglo abortions from making their way through town. And once again, putting on a killer show. And so, of course, every time they come through town, we got to sit down with Murray. Got to have the action interview. And at first, I wasn't too sure because they were a little late getting to the venue and all that. And the night had already started. And I was already um, rocking and rolling, shall we say. So I wasn't too sure if I was going to get to this interview. And then when if when the show was over, I managed to finally corral Murray. And he's like, yeah, let's go and do this for sure, for sure. So uh, we capped off a long, hot night with a uh, fantastic chat. To get us there, let's uh, drop a track from their new album, Hate Speech, okay, with the track White People, which, you know what, before we kind of get into that, uh, this, the Dale Abortions with this song all came through town, you know, almost a week before Roe v. Wade was overturned <laughs> and all that. It's like, uh, and I don't want to get into it too much because yeah. I'll go on and on about this. I just, we just kind of love the irony with that. So with that in mind, okay, I want to dedicate this song, white people from the Daigle abortions you know, to all you fucking Republicans on the Supreme Court for all of this. Check it out. Fuck it, bro. 
Well, once again, Murray, thank you so much for taking a couple moments out of your time. I know you're a really busy guy, but whew, it's been a hell of a night, and it's Father's Day. It is Father's Day. Yeah, today. yeah. So well, I noticed all my kids were trying to call me, but I didn't answer the phone. Uh, okay. Well, that's definitely something we're going to yeah. talk about. But I'm sure, first and foremost, one of the things you will want to talk about is the new album, Hate Speech. Yeah, yeah, we did that during the COVID times. Or, well, I guess we were, we got at the tail end of the pandemic there. They got a, they cut it off for a little bit last summer, sort of in the middle of last summer. And we went up to Edmonton and uh, did it with these guys up there. And man, they just, it's the only time I've ever actually recorded an album where everybody was on board and working for the same common goal and everything. It just came together so good. And, uh, you know, I mean, the songs, I wrote them all through the, uh, through the fucking um, that whatever they call that thing, the pandemic, God, my brain's fucked. <laughs> it's been and, a long uh, night, yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's all just shit that I saw, you know, the various aspects of things that were happening. Like there was the, all of the Black Lives Matter stuff and all of these things, and there was the just the reaction of either side and the way people were being divided. The social groups were being chopped down and pitched against each other, and. I just try. I sort of wrote a bunch of songs. I tried to keep Trump out of it because he's so <laughs> eager for it's fucking an easy publicity. To, easy anyway, target. yeah, he's yeah. A, he's too easy of a target. I mean, and I was telling everybody, you know, you guys think Trump is bad. Wait until the fucking Democrats get back in. They're fucking way worse. Oh yeah. Yeah, and yeah, they're fucking. Yeah. What did they do right away? Fucking start in another war. The, the Americans got to realize that both of their parties are the same. They're it the is. same fucking parties. They're not. The parties are just for entertainment purposes. They're ruled by the fucking military-industrial complex and the fucking banks and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Owns those motherfuckers, eh? And that's, you know... Yeah. All you have to do is look at their fucking wars, you know? Who, how, how many of them voted against the war in Croatia there? Do you know how many voted against it? One. <laughs> One person in the entire Congress. And it was a, he was a Republican, actually. It was Ron Paul. Wow. The only one that voted against it, as far as I know. I'm fucking... All of those, fuck, even Bernie Sanders voted for it. So fucking don't kid yourself, man. They're fucking, it's fucking, yeah, it's not what it seems. Okay, many times on this show, I've quoted the immortal Jello Biafra. Yeah, yeah. Republicrats. Yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Jello Biafra was telling me, we've got to vote for the Democrats. We've got to get rid of Trump. And I'm going, what the fuck? Yeah. Since he's when voting for, for the so Democrats long. is not going to yeah. do anything? That's just going to keep more yeah. of the same. Yeah. No, it's their fucking. They need to get rid of their fucking government and get something new going on there. For sure. You know? For sure. But I was just like, oh, I was so disappointed in that. I was like, fuck it. I just I tore a strip out of them. But it fucking same as fucking buddy from goddamn from the British subhumans too, Mister Politics. Yeah, exactly. Fuck it, just I just went up one side of him and down the other. Right on, Raddy. Hey, dude. What's going on? Well, that's right. Yeah, no, no. It's it's definitely a really fucked up time, and like these past two years, really, it it must have just been a, a powder keg for creativity for you. Well, it's yeah. There's a lot going on. I mean, the thing is, the only thing that bothers me about it is, I'm fucking starting to feel like I'm getting a little too serious. It's like getting I'm feeling like 
we've got another one that we've already got another album's worth of songs to record, eh? Okay. And I'm looking at him going, fuck, this is a little bit preachy here, maybe, or something like that. I don't want to be like that, eh? It's fucking, I'm supposed to be an entertainer, for fuck's sake, you know? Not just like, <laughs> on everybody, but, but the world's fucked up right now, you know? And uh, there's a lot of crazy things going on. The, the next one's going to be called Upside Down World, ah. where everything is upside down, eh? You know, so... Uh, no, I get that. But uh, there's a couple of funny ones on it. But uh, in fact, there's one on there that's so funny. I just it's fucking hilariously funny. But I won't tell you because nobody will buy the record if they fucking tell you what the song is. Because it's a, it's so funny that nobody will buy the record. Eh? You know, <laughs> so funny will be instantly canceled. Just just oh, just a couple weeks ago, I was in like chapters oh yeah the okay. books are there yet. and i i'm a regular reader of down for life magazine yeah i've never heard of that one okay dude but you okay did an interview with them oh i did okay i yeah. think i know who you are now i think i know who <laughs> okay. they are now yeah what was, what was their name again down for life no i never heard of them well, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, no, I was so stoked. No, actually, I probably have. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know the interview, I think. I'm pretty sure I remember it. <laughs> I, guess I was so excited. It's like, oh, my God. Like, like I was in Chapters, and it, 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 yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's a glossy magazine. Oh, yeah, really? Hey, wow, I should get a copy of that. That's... And I picked it up because I buy every issue. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, my God, Murray's in this. I can't fucking believe this. I, I ran across the bookstore to my wife, and I'm like, Dude, dude, like Murray's in this. Like, this is fucking awesome. Like, I've never seen Dayglow in a glossy magazine before. Not, is this not, a not that often. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, there's funny. a few we've had. Yeah. Well, you're so funny, like, because I got a, on my iPhone, I got I got uh, Apple Music. Right. So I downloaded the Dayglow Armageddon Survival Guides on Apple Music. <laughs> so basically, Murray's up. There's a song on there called Left Handed Nazis, and it's all about <laughs> fuck you, Apple. Fuck you, Steve Jobs. <laughs> I totally get that. That's funny, Mark, but it was completely out of context, eh? So it didn't really make any sense. No, no, I, I totally. Yeah, get you should that. check it out because I didn't know anything. I don't know anything about the magazine or anything. I just right. uh, this guy hooked me up with him and fucking did an interview with him. I can't even remember what the interview was like. It wasn't like a bunch of really dumb questions about fucking being on a desert island and shit, was it? <laughs> I hope not, because that was a no, dumb, just, good. That was, was a dumb interview. There interview. was another one right around the same time. Yeah, it was just yeah. a bunch of stupid fucking questions. Like, what the it, fuck? It's just, I've, you've been on this show many times, and like I've seen Dayglo in, in fanzines and all that. Like oh. to see him in a glossy, I'm like, oh my god, this is awesome. That's cool. Down for life, eh? I'll fucking have to try and find a copy of that. Yeah, you need to drink water or something? Yeah, yeah. You good? Yeah, Mari, yeah. I got some water I'm, I'm doing. I'm still fucking burning up, but yeah. I got water anyway. I'm, I'll, I'll cool down eventually. Yeah, outside it's actually quite nice, mate, if you want to come outside for Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to finish this off and then I'm good okay. to go. Or are you going to go to No problem. No, no problem. Um, you throughout all of this covidness bullshit and all that like the world has gone to shit you contributed your part though with the covid19 nervous breakdown oh, you sure solar. Oh, yeah, yeah 
Well, that was, you see, when, when the fucking things, we were on the road, the lockdown started up there. Eh? We just finished our last show. And then we go right into fucking lockdown. So you go from being on the road where everybody loves you and the fucking beers are free to total isolation. Hey, and I'm a single and everything. So it sucks going into something like that single. And I was looking at it, I'm going, fuck, you know, my age, fuck, this is, I could get no time for this. I was thinking, fuck it, this is, this is, this shit's going to retire me for fuck's sake, okay? So I, uh, and I thought about it for a bit and then I started getting some funny ideas about the COVID shit and I wrote that album, that pretty well fucked, saved, like I was going to fucking pack it in almost, you know, but right. once I got that done, I started getting all happy again and fucking, then I wrote the Dayglows album right after that one, you know, and uh, so, uh, yeah, there, there was some fun stuff on that, actually, when I, I kind of liked that. I played all the instruments on it, and, uh, yeah, it is what it was. So I got a pretty good response for it, actually. There was fucking, uh, people were, uh, I don't know what they were, fuck, my brain's fucked up, but, uh, I can vaguely remember it, I think it was the there's a couple of ones I like. I like that. Uh, what's that one? Don't stop touching your face. I thought that was funny. You know, a bunch of public, you know, public information shit or something. When, when all of this blows over, it's not going to blow over. Thank you. No, no, kid yourself. There's no going back ever. And. Uh, the rate they're going right now, now we're heading for fucking totalitarian fucking China kind of shit like that. It ain't going back. You know that fucking World Economic Forum there is about to dump 14 trillion dollars into the world economy to stop it from tanking. But it's kind of a scam. It's just they're going to just gobble up the rest of the world's resources, you know? And it's like, it's fucked. And, and you know, we're all, Canada's already bringing in digital ID and shit like that. Don't fucking kid yourself. It ain't going back. Here, no, it's this, not. It never goes back. You can't go back. Because we've 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 had the, the expression the new normal. Right. Uh, there the old normal. There's no going back to the old normal. It's never going back there. Yeah. Wow. Preach. Yeah. Wow. No, not a fucking chance. They're, they're, they're fuck, once they take away things like privileges and stuff like this, they're not going to give it back without a fucking fight for Christ's sake. You right. know. So, I mean, all of this, oh, yeah, it's for our own good bullshit. You're not going to fucking get that shit back. Hey, it's gone, you know? And wow. you're going to have to fucking completely replace the entire government and the system to fucking do it, you know? And so, well, whatever. I mean, for convenience sake, we gave it all away. We deserve yeah. it. We deserve what we so. got, you know? Yeah, I mean, I fuck. So, yeah. Just recently on... Um, the, F the FX channel, and then it appeared on the Disney Plus channel. The uh, Pistol miniseries. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. I don't watch TV, though. So <laughs> terribly bad for your brain. No, definitely, definitely. Just a fucking mind control box, that's all it is. So you wouldn't be interested in a Dayglows miniseries, something akin to that? Eh, you know. I, I, I would cooperate with people making it, you know, sure. censored so much. But what are they going to put on it? On television? Like, if fucking could, they wouldn't even put the name of the band on television, you know? I mean, Probably not, but you know, I'm so thinking... I mean, it's, yeah, no, I mean, it's, the show would be all about Mark. To be, to be perfectly honest, I really don't want anything to do with that world anyway, no. you know? I mean, it's... I got, I'm, I'm really kind of anti-material, anti-fucking everything. I, I'm just, I'm kind of disillusioned with the human race, to be fucking perfectly honest. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, 
There's so much fucked up shit going on. There'd be so much shit. But nobody wants to fucking change. Nobody's willing to allow any change because, oh, I want a new electric car or some shit like this. Fuck, it's it's hopeless. Sound a little cynical and everything like that. Usually I'm all full of fucking positive shit. Today I'm just feeling fucking all just nihilistic and fucking cynical. More positive than what you just said. Yeah. Yeah, it's hopeless. No, <laughs> that's positive. Cynicism is about as positive as it can be. Yeah, days. yeah, yeah, it really it is. But not that you don't think of yourself as a celebrity per se. No, but I'm not. Do you think that like maybe what you have to say could make change? Well, I mean, the- it can make change with people around me, and that's all we can really do. The it's only real, for me. the only thing you can <laughs> control, <laughs> the only thing you can fucking real. control is your yeah. is yourself. You know, I mean, right. and so. You know, there's nobody you have to go and fight to change the world or anything like that. It's not going to do any good. None of that shit works. All you can really do is just try and live your own life properly. And those around you maybe will live it the same way and everything will be fine until they come and fucking take it back from you, you know? I mean, it would be nice if we could have decentralized, localized, anarchistic democracies and shit like that, you know? But I can't see it happening. The fucking too many people are just totally consumed with this fucking material world and the money and all of this stuff that's fucking, the money's a joke. It's fucking worthless, meaningless bullshit, you know? All of it is. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I got grandkids and I worry about the fucking world. Grandkids? Yeah, I got fucking two grandkids. You know? I think, they could be going into a really shitty world, which sort of sucks, right? Right, right. But you know, they're 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 just they're kids. They're being indoctrinated into the system now. You see, I I didn't get indoctrinated. I got kicked out of every school I went to, and fucking uh, never learned a thing from them. It was all lies anyway. I fucking uh, you know. So I've just always thought differently than everybody else. I guess I don't know if it is. I'm not different. I'm fucking. I don't know. Okay, since you mentioned grandkids, obviously that makes you a dad. That's right. As as we're having this interview, it's Father's Day and all yeah, that. Okay. Yeah. I, I should drop my old man a line. Actually, he's 93 for fuck's sake. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, wow. Your kids... Do they understand? Okay, like they see you as the dad, but do your your kids see you as? Oh my God, this is Murray, like from the legendary Daigle Bush. Paris, my oldest daughter, Paris is just all over it. She just thinks it's great. Uh, Her younger sister, her younger sister, having a bit of a hard time now, thanks to the fucking good old fentanyl there and shit. But they know Murray. But uh, but you know she's uh, she she knows. I mean, Makar, the youngest kid, is uh, really hard. Like she's a to the core punker. Eh? Right she's on. so fucking punk rock. She won't wear punk rock clothes because they're all wearing like fucking crass badges. That they've never heard crass and all of this. Right. She's like totally anti on that shit and stuff. And uh, she's quite something. She's a fucking handful actually. But. Uh, and my son, my old, my son's the one that's got the kids. Uh, he's a, he's the oldest. And uh, oh yeah, and he actually got a job working for the city because of me. He's the, the, the boss, the guy that he did the interview with, was a big big fan. He fucking brought up, got him a permanent job there. So yeah, no, the kids are all cool with it. 
Their mom's eh, eh, you know, but the, the kids are cool with it. They've got, I've got multiple ex-wives to you. Um, you're not a spring chicken. No, I'm, not. I'm old, you're old, we're veterans and all that. What? I'm only How? fucking 39, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how much, how much gas do you have left in the tank? Well, today, not a fuck of a lot. I was well, running it's, on, it's been a long day, yeah. Running on fumes out there today, but uh, no, fuck, I'll keep going. I'd like, I got no fucking pension, so, uh, you know, you're looking at my retirement plan. Mad heart attack on stage somewhere, I'm hoping for. Don't want to be clogging up any old folks homes or anything like that. Just just scrape me off, take my body off the fucking, you do need it to scientific research or something so you don't have to pay to get rid of it. Throw me the trash. Yeah, no, well, I mean, they just, you just, it's all about scientific research, eh? You just, I recommend smoking my liver, though. Don't, I'd, uh, I wouldn't fucking be shooting it up or anything like that. You'd probably get really sick. <laughs> and finally, the next, with this record and all that, what's going on with Dayglow in the next? 365 days. We're trying to play as much as humanly possible. Really, we're gonna do. We're gonna record another album. Uh, I've got. I've got another couple of projects. I've got to do recordings for two. So we could get come in over the three album year this year. Hopefully, if everything works out, and just play lots of fucking shows. We're looking at booking some stuff down in the states. It's tough there though because we can't get into the states without work visas now. Oh, yeah. I got caught sneaking into the states a bunch of times. And, so, uh, but yeah, we're just gonna play, you know, as much as possible. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm fucking so old. So old. I'm 62. Old enough, you know. I mean, but. And, uh, 60, 62 years young. 62 and playing in a punk band. That's like how how mature is that? You know. I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna do this until I drop dead. And I think you and I we're we're gonna drop dead at the same time. Well, the thing is, is uh, that's all I do anyway is play music. I fucking for my whole life I've used music to process the world and shit like that. And that's all I do. I'm pretty boring when it gets down to it. I just sit there playing guitar and. Play and writing songs and shit all the time. Ask my ex-wives, they'll tell you, boring as fuck, eh, you know? <laughs>
Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. was the aforementioned Calgary Hardcore Band as Citizen Rage from the title track from their latest release for worse or better. And I'm kind of kicking myself trying to corral Murray and all that. Okay. After the show, as I'm doing that, I'm seeing that they're closing down the merch booth and it's like, no, no, no. I wanted to buy some citizen rage stuff maybe even that skateboard deck they were oh, selling that's nice with with that no 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 i wanted to get some ah damn it okay well to make up for that that was the aforementioned citizen rage really really good stuff and before that that is some old school 
Going back to the mid-80s, the second record, okay? Feed Us a Fetus with the medley Wake Up America, Proud to be a Canadian. (laughs) I've played played that medley before on this show in the past, and it's just kind of a happy accident that with all the shit that went down the other day, that um, because I was thinking about playing this again, you know, and then our Roe Ro v. Wade gets overturned and all that, and it's like, well, here, let's let's do it anyways. Like this is this this works out just right. Good stuff, good stuff. Once again, thank you so much, Murray, for taking the time on for just coming for Winni- coming to Winnipeg once again and hanging out introducing us to citizen rage really great band and doing what you do for this show fantastic and happy father's day once again to you but with that without further ado because dude this has been a long time coming because we haven't had one of these since episode 701 now this is tonight's indie spotlight We're always on the lookout for fresh new talent. Check out this Indie Spotlight. I want to introduce everyone to Colorado Meddler's Buried Realm. Their self-titled record recently came across my desk. I gave it a spin. This is really cool stuff, so let's, without further ado, let's jump into a buried realm with Poison Palace on this week's Indie Spotlight.
once again, buriedrealm.bandcamp.com, facebook.com slash buriedrealm. Really cool guys from Colorado. And I want to give a shout out to the Colorado Mammoth. Uh, as everyone knows, I'm, I'm a big sports fan. And just last weekend, they brought home the National Lacrosse League Championship. Rock on. So good on them. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think the Colorado Avalanche are just about to win the Stanley Cup if they haven't already last night. I don't know. I gotta check the news. I've been busy the last couple days. So good things happening in Colorado, particularly the awesome buried realm. Good stuff, good stuff. Well, my friend, unfortunately, we didn't have a uh, a discussion that we've been enjoying so much. But, um, hey, it's just keeping everyone on their toes. How can uh, people get a hold of us? Well, dear snowman, first, as far as discussions go, dear listeners, um, I want to talk about Stranger Things because I am late to the party and I'm finally watching it. And in true metal form, I am watching it because a BC Rich Warlock is on it. Um, (laughs) Go back a few episodes to listen to when Snowy and I talked about what makes a metal guitar. And you'll hear me talk about my favorite, um, you know, guitars, BC Rich being one of them. But to hear that, Go to RadioactiveMetal.org. All the episodes are out there, right? You can get them past, present, future. If you would like to listen in a podcast app, aggregator, whatever, iTunes, we've been there since the very beginning. We're in the Google Play Store When once I started doing that, or Google Music, or whatever it is now that Google does. But pretty much, we triple dog dare you to not find us somewhere where you can find a podcast mm-hmm. because we'll be on the internet and find a new place for podcasts and we're there and we didn't do it. So it's always a fun time because we're like, huh, didn't see that <laughs> Every, coming. Um, everyone seems to want us on their aggregator. I know, it's we're, awesome. We're I love everywhere. It. I love it. We're, we're, mm. we're everywhere fine podcasts are distributed. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's what's up, right? So radioactivemetal.org, check out all your different iTunes stuff to see pictures of the things we're talking about. I am quite proud that I finally remembered to post some pictures and everything I talked about last episode is up on Instagram at radmetal666. You can drop us a line, radmetal666 at gmail.com. And if you want to kick up with us on the social pages, the Facebook, right? Rad metal, no, fuck, facebook.com slash rad metal. Why mm-hmm. do I struggle with this stuff, dude? Why? Anyway. Well, we're getting old, man. We're getting oh, old. Dude, you're getting old. I'm already there. Apparently, <laughs> I, I passed you somewhere along the way. But a wise, a, wise man, a wise man once said, though, if it's too loud, you're too old. It's never too loud in Snowy's world, that's for sure. Uh, some things are too loud, but it's mostly pop music. You know, <laughs> that that is what I find funny because when when something is too loud, you know, it it's rarely a heavy metal tune, right? Typically, I know. Some, I know. Some, no, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say people don't understand. It's not the music; it's how loud you play it. 
<laughs> like, you know, like, oh, like I hear the metal fans. They're like, and I get it. You know, oh, I like the heavy stuff. I like the loud stuff. Okay, you can have like this the stupidest air supply song, but if you crank it and you don't crank Cannibal Corpse, what's going to be louder? What's going to be heavier? Yeah. Well, you know, it's yeah. not even like like that. It's just like I only want to hear something loud that I enjoy. Like that song that was going around for a while, Happy. Um, every work meeting we go into, somebody be cranking it. And if I had Motorhead play that loud, they'd all be freaking out, covering their ears, screaming and running for the volume knob. <laughs> but they're all smiling, dancing around like, isn't this song great? I'm like, it makes me want to vomit. It's not a great song. <laughs> I'm right. sorry. You know. That's right. Yeah, you know, and, and I mean, we've talked about my love for pop music, you know, Mbop. I'm a big fan. But just like some songs, just like, God, please no. Please Let's no. Let's stop. Just, can we not? As but, the kids say today. Exactly. But anyway. I digress, and uh, facebook.com slash rabmetal. Now, you can also find us, thanks to the finding fine folks at the Shining Wizards Network, shiningwizardsnetwork.com. They are uh, they have us on Spotify, which is darn exciting. I am so thrilled mm-hmm. to be on Spotify, thanks to the fine folks of the Shining Wizards Network. They also host our sister wrestling podcast, A Wrestling Night in Canada, that Snowy hosts with Matt Copper mm-hmm. and uh, Ducky. Uh, and mm-hmm. it finally hit me that Wrestling Night in Canada, the initials would be Wink. So, winky, winky there, Snowy. <laughs> there you go. You know, yeah. I, I don't know yeah, why, just out sure. of nowhere, I'm just like, oh. Oh, yeah. look at that. Okay. There we go. I think there we go. I've there we go. And I want to give our listeners a reminder. This kind of came back into my head the other day when I was just kind of pissing around on our TV. If you have a Roku TV, okay, yeah, a really, really cool way of listening to radioactive metal is off the TV, download the MyTuner app, just in the, you know, because Roku has come with a bunch of built-in apps. Download the MyTuner then search radioactive metal, and then you can listen to us right there on your TV. It's uh, it's fantastic. We really are everywhere, without even trying. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. To get us on out of here, and I want to play this particularly for Aaron because I know like you dig the doom I and do. all that, I and do dig it the might. Doom. It's been a while since we've done anything pr- from primitive man, so I want to get you. Um, reintroduced to this awesome band like i said i grabbed their latest record immersion let's go with the track menacing in the meantime and in between time this has been a father punk episode of radioactive metal i'm snowy white and this is aaron signing off